This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. None of us deserve the mercy of the law. The Bible tells us in Lamentation 3 from verse 22 to 23 that it is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. Great is his faithfulness. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. So brethren, we don't deserve God's mercy at all, not even myself. If God was to mark iniquity, none of us could stand. Because in sin we were conceived, in sin we were born. And that was the reason why the Lord sent Jesus Christ into the world to take away that load of sin out of our shoulder, to make us a new man, a new woman. So we have obtained mercy of the Lord. So it is important to state clearly, brethren, that none of us, including myself and you, deserve the mercy of God because of the multitude of our sin. Now, brethren, the Bible now says to us, blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. You see, <clears throat> what that means is that when you show other mercy, you also will obtain mercy. So it is like a law of giving and receiving. You give it on one hand, you receive it on the other hand. Now, mercy is synonymous to forgiveness. When you hear the word mercy, you're simply saying forgiveness. Now, we have a case study. If we have obtained mercy of the Lord, brethren, we ought to show other people mercy. Sometimes some people are just too critical of others. We are too critical of one another sometimes, and that is not right. We are to show others mercy as the Lord has shown us mercy. We are not to condemn people because God has not condemned them. Whether with the words of our mouth, whether with our thought, whether with our actions or inactions, do not condemn your brother. Unmute your devices and say boldly, Say, do not condemn your brother. Do not condemn your sister. Do not condemn your sister. Because Jesus has not condemned them. Because Jesus has not condemned them. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Beloved, I want you to understand this morning that every human being created whether tall, short, black, white, brown, yellow, intelligent, not intelligent, educated, illiterate, poor, rich, beautiful, not beautiful, whatever, eh, no, it doesn't matter their background. It doesn't matter for as long as they are humans, they are all created in the image of God. So we are to show mercy to people because we, we are product of mercy ourselves. Now, turn your, the way we read earlier in the book of Matthew chapter 18, and we are going to uh, read together 
but I, but I know there's still somebody's devices. Maybe you have two devices that are close to each other. Please mute one of them so that to avoid the echo. Now, Matthew chapter 18, let's read from verse 22. Quickly, I mean, from verse 22. We'll read together or mute your devices. One to go. Jesus said unto him, <clears throat> I say not unto thee, until 77 times, but Therefore is the kingdom of heaven <clears throat> likened unto a certain king, which will take and when he has begun to reckon, which owing ten thousand and worship him, say, Lord, I will pay thee, and the Lord Praise the Lord. Now, this was a story, a typical story of mercy. A servant, he was owing his, his, his master 10,000 talents. It's like saying, owing somebody $10,000 right now. And then um, it was time to pay. So the law commanded they should put him in prison. They should also take his wife. They should sell them, his wife, his children, for slavery to pay for that $10,000. I pray you will not be in bondage. Your children will not be in bondage. You will not put other people in bondage. In the name of Jesus, say, I will not be in bondage. I will not put others in bondage. In Jesus' name, amen. Very, very important. Now, he besought his master. He fell at his feet, asked him for mercy, and the master forgave him. 
He did not even, he only said, I will pay you, just give me some time. But then the master took a step ahead and forgave him all the $10,000. Now, but the same servant had maybe a friend, a fellow servant, who was owing him some set of money. And then he told him what he was even owing him was not even up to, his own was 100 pence. So it's like saying $100 to compare to $10,000. So he was forgiven $10,000, 10 talents, 10,000, I mean, 1,000, uh, 10,000 talents. And then he, somebody was owing him 100 pence. It's like saying $100. Can you see the difference? $100, $10,000. He was forgiven $10,000. Shouldn't he have forgiven somebody that was owing him a lesser amount? Yes, but he did not. And so he went on and heard him by the throat. Pay me my money. And then other people saw it and they report to the master. And the master said, you're a wicked servant. May you not be wicked in Jesus' name. Amen. Brethren, it surprises me that there are still wicked people among Christians. Those are not Christians. Those are not children of God. Christians should not be wicked. We should have the mind of Christ. It's surprising to see people who still go to the temple, who go to churches from mountain to mountain, yet they are the most wicked people in the community. What is the essence of all the prayer? What is the essence of all the, you know, all the things? What is the essence of you jumping from one mountain to another? What is the essence of you, you know, saying you know God, yet you are wicked? No, a Christian should not be wicked. A Christian should be merciful always, merciful to their fellow brother merciful to their wives, merciful to their husband, merciful to their children, merciful to their neighbor, merciful to, merciful to their colleagues at work, merciful to their bosses, merciful to their siblings, merciful to others around them. That is who we are. That is who we are. So as a Christian, we should not be, we should not be mean. It should not be said concerning you in your family or in your neighbor as you are driving out, as you are setting out for the day. And then people say, look at that wicked boy. Look at that wicked man. Look at that wicked family. That is not your portion in the name of Jesus. If man detests wickedness, if men hate people that are cruel, how much more the almighty God? How much more? So this servant, but then it was told his, his master, and the master said, you are a wicked servant. We see that in verse 32 in Matthew 18, 32. Now, he said, I forgive you all thy debt, but you did not forgive others. Brethren, this is what we see in our life. This is a description of human. God has been merciful upon us. We ought to be merciful. And there is blessing in being merciful. And that's what the beatitude is all about. You are blessed if you show other people mercy. Yes, you may say you don't deserve it. So also you do not deserve the mercy of God. Brethren, if God has been merciful to you and your family, 
you ought to be merciful to others. If the mercy of God has brought you thus far, you ought to show other people mercy. Agreed, people offend us. But Jesus says something. Maybe you are saying in your heart, how many times will I be merciful unto him? How many times will I be merciful unto her? Well, Jesus said, the answer is in, is in Matthew 18, verse 22. And Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but 70 times seven. What is 70 times seven? Who can tell me the answer? If you know the answer, I'll mute your devices. 70 times seven is what? Mathematician. 490. 490. 490. So 70 times seven is 490. So that means forgive your brother. How many times? Let's say together. 490 times. Yeah. Mute your device and say, how many times should you forgive other people? 490 times. So uh, the question is, can somebody actually offend you 490 times? 490 times. That's about 500 times. So if you say you are forgiven, then be merciful. Do it again. Do it again. Keep praying for them until the Lord brings them to repentance. This morning, the Lord will show you mercy in Jesus' name. So beloved, one of the lessons, one of the blessings under the beatitude is blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. As you go out today, look for people to show mercy. Don't, don't be the one in prison people. Stop imprisoning people in your heart. Your heart is not a prison. Your heart should be for praise and worship. Your heart is not a prison yard. Your heart should be for praise and worship. Your heart should not be a prison yard. It should be for praise and worship. I say it again, your heart is not a prison yard. In my heart is for what? Praise and worship. Or mute your device and say to yourself three times, my heart is not a prison yard. My heart is for praise and worship. My heart is for praise and worship. My heart is not a prison yard. My heart is for praise and worship. Praise the Lord. Bow down your head this morning. Your first prayer point is this. I want you to search your heart, everyone. If there are people in your heart, some you might have forgotten, but you know you did not forgive them. The first prayer point for you this morning is to look inward. Say, Father, search my heart. There's anyone that I've not forgiven yet. I forgive them this morning. That is your first prayer. Open your mouth and pray. Are you here this morning? or you have been invited to join us, but you do not have Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You have not accepted him into your heart. Your heart is full of unrest. Your heart is full of crisis, is full of sorrow, is full of confusion. You don't know where to turn. I want you to know, turn to Jesus. is the safest place that, that person you can turn to. Turn to Jesus. You are here this morning, anywhere you may be in the world joining us. Jesus is calling you. 
you want to accept Jesus, raise up your hand and say, Lord Jesus, I, I come, I accept you today as my Lord and Savior. I acknowledge that I am a sinner. Please forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Fill me with the Holy Ghost according to your word in Ephesians 1, verse 13. Thank you, Lord. Help me, Lord Jesus, to walk before you and be perfect. Help me to forgive others. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Lord, as many that have prayed this prayer, I pray you will have mercy on them. Cleanse them from their sins. Lord, I pray, break the shackles of sin. Everyone rest in their heart. I command the peace of God upon your heart in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Keep them to your coming. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. I'd like you to stretch forth your hand. One of the greatest prayer any man can pray, whether saved or the unsaved, believers, unbeliever, is a simple prayer of saying, Lord, have mercy on me. That prayer is loaded. Have mercy on me. Stretch forth your hand. Father, I thank you this morning for your word that you have brought unto us. I thank you for all the soul you have redeemed unto yourself. I thank you for that which you have done in our midst this morning, teaching us that we should have mercy. We should be merciful unto others, even as we have enjoyed of your mercy. First, I want to say thank you, Father, for the mercy you have shown unto me, my household, my family. Lord Jesus, we are grateful. For this family of faith, I have come to say thank you for showing us your mercy. This morning, Father, I also thank you for your word. As many that your children might perhaps before now have been holding in mind or have not had mercy on others, or that they've made their heart a prison yard instead of a praise and worship center. This morning, I pray your power that has come forth, let it produce, Lord, the godly seed in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray this morning, everyone that have said, I'm letting go. Everyone that have said in their heart and said, I have forgiven. I'm going to forgive my brother. I'm going to forgive my sister. I'm going to forgive my, my children, my husband, my wife. Everything you have said this morning, in the, Lord, that they have said in your, their heart, you know them all. Please, Father, answer them all in the name of Jesus. Amen. As your people go out today, please, this one thing I ask for, be merciful unto your people in the name of Jesus. Amen. When we come back again tomorrow for Revival Hour, let there be testimonies in the name of Jesus. Thank you, ancient of days. As you go, the Lord will favor you. He will favor your family. You are blessed of the Most High God. Affliction will not rise the second time. You will find mercy before God, and you, your heart will be a praise and worship center. It will not be to harbor wickedness in the name of Jesus. Be free from that headache in Jesus' name. Be free from that affliction in your body. In Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid.